Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Chicago football fans, it's time for On the Clock with the score zone Mark Grody covering the latest on the Bears' historic upcoming draft. Featuring Bears experts and analysis on this red-hot offseason storyline. Right here on Sports Radio 670, The Score. Chicago's home for Bears fans and always live on the free Odyssey app. Presented by Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the exclusive partner of the Chicago Bears. And Revolution Solar, proud partner partner of the Chicago Bears. Here's Mark Grody. After this weekend, which we are embarking upon, we will get to say, finally, after everything, that it is draft week. A draft for the Chicago Bears, which started with the number one overall pick and is now the number nine overall pick in the first round. So I know we all cannot wait for the the week and the actual days to be here as we officially welcome you into On the Clock. Yes, this is the final edition of On the Clock, and it's been a blast breaking down the Bears and other NFL teams and what everybody is thinking in 2023 with you guys. And since it is our final show tonight, which will be on from 6 to 7 tonight, Talking Bears, we're opening the phone lines tonight. Leo Stoddaher is our executive producer tonight. He's on the other side of the glass. He is the man to whom you will speak if you want to talk Bears and the draft. And the phone number here at the score is 312 644-6767, 312-644-6767. 644-6767, That is the, the number to call. That is the number to text. Sort of an open phone lines to talk about the Bears tonight. Because this last call here on this particular show on the clock. And, man, we got tons of cool stuff planned for you guys Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The score will have draft coverage every day. And I will eventually get you guys some of the the details of of the shows that we were doing. I don't my my part is pretty easy to remember. I'll, I'll be at Hallis Hall a lot. Now I am doing some hosting too. I better I better recheck that. But I I will be at Hallis Hall all the days of the draft at some some point in time. So it's going to be a blast when the the actual draft gets here. So we're open three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven is the number. So. One thing has not changed about the Bears. Like I started last week's show by talking about how we have reached the point that 
we should all have expected that we would reach with the Bears, and that is we've talked about just about every position possible with the Bears because there are so many holes on the team. So it was natural. No, We didn't even have to force it. It was just kind of this natural circle of getting to just about every single position with the Bears because you could make an argument that there are needs at every single position. And I mean, we talked a little bit about it earlier today on the score. Maybe not linebacker, but I'm saying maybe not linebacker. And that's no shade towards Tremaine Edmonds or TJ Edwards if you want to go Dylan Cole as well. But eh, I, I don't, I, everything is open for the Bears to, to draft to, positionally. It's all there. But when you get down to it, the one thing that has not changed, that has remained static, is that everybody knows that I think there is 100% agreement and compliance, whatever word you want to use on it. The Bears need help on the offensive line and on the defensive line. Those things haven't changed, and no matter what they do with the number 9 overall pick, those are still the the absolute biggest needs on, on the team. I was part of an interview with Brian Baldinger, on the score. Actually, I don't know if I was part of this one. This one, I believe this one was a, one way or the other. It comes from the Molly and Haw show. I, I might be getting my Brian Baldinger interviews mixed up, but the content is about to be great. The, a question asked to him by somebody from the Molly and Haw show was if Will Anderson is the best edge rusher in the draft, who is second best? But I'd probably say Tyree Wilson right now at a Texas Tech. He still has to do it at a higher level, but there's just not you're not going to find too many six foot six, two hundred seventy five pound guys that know how to rush the passer, have you know elite quickness and get off. Like he looks like a bona fide prospect. You know, but Bradley Chubb did too, and Bradley Chubb's been you know outside of one year has been kind of a guy, but they they don't come along very often, and so I feel like. If he got in the right system with the right coach and, you know, you could really look inside him and say that this guy loves football more than anything else, you got a chance to to be a perennial Pro Bowl player in Tyree Wilson. Yeah, I mean, he was definitely impressive at the Combine and, and in particular – this may not do any. I mean, he really stood out during the interview process as well. I'm not talking about with the general managers. We don't get that information. But – like during the the interviews that the media did, where we'd all gather around the podium, and Tyree Wilson was an entertaining guy, and he's got it all. Like he looks like a defensive end. He's a guy that you, if you saw him walk on a field, you might predict what his specific job title is on the field. So I like where I like where he's going with that. I, I you know Tyree Wilson can six six two seventy one. And just absolutely productive at Texas Tech. So, I mean, you put him, I mean, it's the, a lot of the usual suspects. And we're leaving Will Anderson of Alabama out of this conversation. Like, if, if it wasn't Will Anderson, who would it be? And I would then go in that category. I'm just looking through the names on my chart here. I'd probably go Nolan Smith, Texas Tech, in terms of a guy that looks like he he can maximize at something special, like in terms of his ceiling, may take a little longer getting there. So I would go him, probably Miles Murphy from Clemson, 
And then Lucas Van Ness, too. I would put it in there as well. And I, I think Lucas Van Ness could be really, just considering the physical specimen that he is, just don't know exactly what he is considering he kind of did everything at Iowa. And is he a guy that can play the edge in the NFL? Probably in his case, but I'm just not sure. So I've got him ranked a little bit lower in that regard. So there, there is that side, the edge rusher portion of the defense. The other side of the ball, the offensive line, and Brian Baldinger talking about who is, we've talked about everybody, who, Brian Baldinger, is the best tackle in this draft? My, my top tackle is Darnell Wright from Tennessee. Uh, he started 42 games for the Volunteers. He's played left tackle, shut out guys like Trayvon Walker last year, the number one pick, eliminated Will Anderson. You know, he's 340 pounds. He ran a five flat. Like, he mauls people. He's got a nasty disposition. I don't know. Like, I think, I think he... Maybe in five years from now, he's not the best. But he's going to be good, though, wherever you play him. And, you know, to me, he's a natural right tackle. And if that's the case, if the Bears were picking, you put him at right tackle and you put Keith Braxton at left and, you know, let everybody battle inside. And I think you got a pretty good group. <laughs> I'll address that in a second. But, it, I mean, he makes some good points. And it seems to be that – if the Bears are sticking with Braxton Jones at left tackle, I think they are. I think they are. I'm not getting into whether or not they should, but I think that they are. Just that really feels like the indication, at least from Braxton Jones. And there doesn't seem to be – yes, there is willingness, of course, on the part of Braxton Jones. I heard him talking to the guys on CHGO. And, of course, he's going to play ball. That's that's what you say in that situation. But he's, his tone was – of a guy who is saying, yeah, I'd do that. But in the back of his head, it's like, that, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> he, he didn't say that, but that's the way I feel about it. And Darnell Wright is a right tackle, which they were trying to get free agency by way of Mike McGlinchey. They got outpriced, and now they've got this predicament right here. So that's that's why it's easy to connect the dots to him. And there are some extraordinarily talented guys Offensive line-wise in this draft, including, I mean, Paris Johnson Jr., maybe the most talented, but didn't start, doesn't have a ton of experience at left tackle with one season for for him. Uh, Broderick Jones would be a good fit for the Bears. Darnell Wright better. And, you know, then there then there's Peter Skaronsky. Peter Skaronsky. And, you know, depending on who you talk to about Skaronsky, he is either, he's a left tackle Put him in there. Stop screwing around with the short arm stuff. And then some people are just adamant that he should be a left tackle, and you know, or he should be a guard. That he would thrive on the inside. And Pat Fitzgerald was was on the score today. Pat Fitzgerald, head coach of the Northwestern Wildcats, and that was brought up to him about Peter Skaronsky, and he, he kind of got into a a different angle before coming back to the arms. You know, obviously the, uh, the, the well-documented need of the O-line. I mean, Peter's a, Peter's a guy that when you watch him on tape, you know, the thing that jumps out to me, I talked to a GM of another team uh, last week, and I said, the one thing, just go back and watch the tape, have your people cut up when Peter moves people against their will. You know, it's one thing to pass that and be all pretty and all, but 
when it, when push comes to shove and you got to take a man and move him, you know, I have never seen someone like Peter do what he does. And that's, he was that way in, in high school when we watched him. He was that way in the Big Ten, and uh, I fully expect he'll be that way in the NFL. So, Fitz, what is your reaction when you hear the over-analysis that includes his short arms and the measurements and the things that they weigh and measure and talk about at the combine and throughout the pre-Jeff process that, and frankly, has very little to do with whether or not you can protect on third and ten or maybe it does. What do you feel like, and what has been your reaction? Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, I'd always say just pop on the tape. You know, um, it, there's, there's, you got to look at the thing holistically. If you just look at one data point, you know, you shouldn't draft any of these guys, right? It's got to be the holistic approach. And, and uh, you know, there, there's, I, I look back, we had this with Dean Lowry a few years ago, who's had an unbelievable career. Uh, Rashawn Slater had questions and, and, and he's off to an unbelievable start and and doing special things. Uh, I would just say watch the tape. And then, you know, you guys know between really now, it really started a couple weeks ago, but really it goes into earnest now, you know, all the way through probably next Friday night. You know, who knows what these organizations are putting out into the media to maybe try to get a guy knocked down a pick or five or half a round so they can fall into their laps. So, you know, there'll be something uh, about multiple guys that will come out this week that will be, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this. And who knows whether or not it's true or not. But uh, most organizations, the Bears included, are are incredibly thorough in the way they go about this evaluation process. And, uh, you know, just wherever our guys end up, uh, it's, it's an unbelievable opportunity. They walk out of here with – you know, Northwestern degrees and they're prepared for life. And now they get a chance to go achieve their, their you know, childhood dream of playing the NFL. And now they can check another goal off the, uh, off the checklist of their lives. That is Northwestern football head coach, Pat Fitzgerald, who was on the score earlier today with Molly and Haw. And obviously he's going to say good things about Peter Skaronsky. He did sell him well. I think the biggest thing that he has going on his side in terms of his, I assume he hopes to be a left tackle at the NFL level, is the experience level. Like With him, you don't have to look at it and say he's just started 13. He started four years at left tackle for a Big Ten team. So that that's pretty good experience, and I know the game changes at the NFL level, but that that has to be – that's something that has to be reckoned with. So – if you, if if it is darn all right, back to darn all right, Tennessee offensive lineman. So he'd be your right tackle. Well, let's go left to right. It'd be Braxton Jones left tackle. Probably Tevin Jenkins. Man, I just never trust the Tevin Jenkins stuff, just because of last year. He's he's not a tackle. He's a right guard. Oh, now they signed Nate Davis, so he's a left guard. Is he okay? Is he hurt? Is he all right? But but right now, Tevin Jenkins, the left guard. I guess Cody Whitehair at center, or Lucas Patrick, and then I did I, Nate Davis, right guard, and then uh, there's Darnell Wright or Larry Borum or Alex Leatherwood as your right tackle. But I I don't know how you guys feel, but every time I hear Cody Whitehair center, and it's seventy five percent of the time, it's probably me saying it. I just don't buy it. I, I don't see that being the case. And I'm not – I mean, I, I don't know what they're thinking about with Cody Whitehair. I think there's still a lot of value there. 
to have him. I just don't think at center that that would be the place to be. So unless the Bears shock us and draft a center. that That's the stuff that I love about the draft and the, the surprises. And the Bears in recent history have had some doozy surprises. The Justin Fields, man. Everybody thought that that everybody thought the Bears were going to take Tevin Jenkins in the first round, and it turned out to be Justin Fields' night. Even the Mitch Trubisky in 2017, and they only moved up one spot, but they they certainly moved up a spot. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven is the number, and let's go to Dave's been waiting, and he is in Moline. Dave, you're on on the clock. Thanks for waiting, brother. What's going on? Hey, thanks for taking my call, Mark. Well, I just wanted to throw my two cents in. It's not worth much, but I, I'm i not opposed to the Bears trading back. Um, you know, that's kind of the Patriot-Belichick way, and they've had success doing that, drafting later, developing guys. But if they stay there, I'm not I'm not a fan of taking an offensive lineman there. I think Poles has proven that he can find guys later in the draft. I would like to see them – fill that defense up with maybe a corner mm, or corner. a defensive okay. corner or de- defensive line. Those skill positions, a, a defensive end, or, okay. you know, if Carter's there. Okay. Not a fan of Carter. Don't trust him. Okay. But, you know, I'd, I'd take him. But I, w- I like a corner there or a defensive end, defensive tackle. Yeah. Or even or even Jackson Smith and Jig. But I'm good <laughs> with loading that offense up, too. Okay. Hey, man, everything you said, thanks for the call, David. Everything you just said, man all makes sense because you know like, like we talked about on previous shows it if you know once number 9 rolls around and if the bears keep the pick the quote best players available might be at the cornerback position and it might be Devin Witherspoon of Illinois it might be Christian Gonzalez of Oregon it might be Joey Porter Jr of Penn State you got some dudes at that position so that makes sense i'm like i've i'm team Guy who could get to the quarterback, and that probably would mean an edge rusher. I know, I know, they need they have needs on the offensive line, but last year was just so disappointing in terms of even giving the illusion to a quarterback that there was going to be pressure. The pressure didn't exist, and you you brought in Shaquem Green and Demarcus Walker. That's fine, and. You know, the, the Travis Gibson, a developing player who I thought had a disappointing season last year. Dominic Robinson, certainly a project that I, I haven't given up on him by any means. But you see what I mean? There is not there is not a guy who has the skill set of getting to and tackling the quarterback behind the line of scrimmage right now. So that's the position. And, you know, so you just made a case for all of those positions and I would not have a problem with it. Like if the Bears did draft a cornerback, fine. That I, I like the idea of loading up a position, and saying, "Hey, that position is essentially taken care of for the next three to five years, or however you want to look at the window." You know, Jalen Johnson paired up with you know whomever your Devin Witherspoon, and you know you've got developing players as well in that in that uh, in that secondary for the Bears, but that would definitely solidify a position at you know it what is Ryan Poles has said it a fantastically important position and that being cornerback but when I narrow it down and we'll talk about everything and we'll continue to do it 
I am team edge rusher. That's that's what I would like to see the Bears draft at number nine. Who would you like to see the Bears draft? You can give me a name. You can just give me a position. It's the final show here of On the Clock. The draft is next week. We're guest-free, so we'll keep the phone lines open for the entire hour. 312-644-6767. I'm Mark Grody here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Let's get back to more Bears Draft Talk with On the Clock, featuring Mark Grody, right here on Sports Radio 670 The Score, Chicago's home for Bears fans, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Presented by Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the exclusive partner of the Chicago Bears, and Revolution Solar, proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Take it away, Mark Grody. It's the final episode of On the Clock. Will it be necessary for the score to have a show called On the Clock next year? I've had fun doing this, but I guess that that would portend bad things happening for the Bears if we had a show again next year that was designed for the Bears getting the number one overall pick in the draft, and then things got pushed back as well. So this is the final On the Clock show, and I am open to your calls and texts if you would like at 312-644-6767. I want to talk about another potential three-technique tackle that could be on the Bears' radar in just a second. But first, let's go to the phone lines, and we will bring in Joe in St. Charles. Hello, Joe. Hey. Happy weekend. Um, seems to me that Whitehair played center and got moved out of there because there were too many bad exchanges between him and the quarterback. Yes. So myself, I would play the guy they picked up from Green Bay. I would grab the guy from Tennessee to play right tackle. And that way, the you've got a, an offense that's pretty darn good. And at least that side of the ball is taken care of. Instead of slap dashing 
between offense and defense. Finish the one, tack the other as best you can. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I am. Joe, thanks for the call. And, yeah, just remember, like Cody Wire was not bad at center, but there were some – there were, I'd say, too many center-quarterback exchange issues. And, like I said, not bad, and that's – he'd be fine there. It just seems he is most comfortable – that, at playing guard, and I'm just not comfortable with that moving, and I don't know what their plans are for Lucas Patrick. They don't seem to mention him anymore when it comes to the offensive line, and that could be because he, he's been injured and hobbled so much, and when he played, he did not play well, but they made a relatively big deal about signing Lucas Patrick, and I just don't know what what the future is at this point for him because that was the plan. You know, it wasn't supposed to be Sam Mustafer, and it became Sam Mustafer most of the time last year at center because of injuries, and including one to to Lucas Patrick. So, and we talked about it. You know, Nate Davis, and then your depth, which still does exist in the people of uh, Larry Borum and Alex Leatherwood right now. But yeah, I'm yeah I'm on that. I talked about it just in the last segment, just not feeling that for the Bears, Cody Whitehair at center, especially because now here you are. This is last year was the buy year for the Bears in terms of expectations. Now when you line it up for Justin Fields this year, you're not, maybe you're not going to fill everything because that's just not realistic in this NFL, but you better know exactly what you have as far as the the offensive line is concerned, and there, there can't be if there's going to be a weak link, but it can't be that weak, you know. It that can't be allowed, and it's the same thing with what they're doing with their wide receivers. But just coming back to the point, if you're doing that, is is the best person to have it center as you as you enter this kind of new era, the real era of Justin Fields, the way I see it. Is Cody Whitehair the the person that is given the ball on every play? I don't know. I don't think so. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Let's go to Special K in Rockford. Hello, Special K. What's up? Hey, what's up, Grody? How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Uh, how you doing? Keep it moving, um, man. Why don't you do the overnight shows anymore? Oh man, it was way too hard. You didn't uh, hear I, I I retired from the overnights. It's my uh, first, that, that, and you know that's that's a, another way to you know start collecting my retirement. It it well I tell you what <laughs> you know I mean the benef, the benefits for doing the overnights like I did man I I am doing well I cashed out you know what I'm saying that was <laughs> that was my favorite show brother oh thank but, you uh, thank you any, anywho I'm I'm um I don't know the the draft I think the Bears should trade tra- trade back again we have like ten prospects Nolan Smith. Lucas Spenness, the the four offensive tackles. You got three cornerbacks. Yeah. I think we should trade back again. Well, if we could get if we could get a first rounder from Pittsburgh, I don't know. I mean, that seems, if we that seems pretty ideal. Well, if we only knew what, and this is what we're all been trying to guess, what yeah. Ryan Poles is thinking, because at this point, thanks for the call, Special K. Good to hear your voice for back from the the overnight days, and. uh yeah, he was always a great caller and bringing up some some very good points 
right there in regards to what the Bears are going to do and what they are not going to do. Yeah, that was the the uh, I had to eventually. I was given the, the decision. You went early retirement from the overnights, and I said yes. I will absolutely take. I will take that deal. That is a okay with me. Um, the other guy that I want to talk about in terms of a a potential three technique tackle, and it seems like at nine, it this this guy might be a stretch. Probably is a stretch at nine, but. Atatamiwa Edabare from Northwestern, 6'2", 282 pounds. And Pat Fitzgerald got on the score this morning with Mully and Haw. And here, here's what he had to say about Edabare. You know, Atatamiwa was a guy that, uh, you know, is uh, kind of categorizes a little bit, I think, as a people that came through during the year as a tweener. But I think he showcased his athleticism his power and his ability to move inside at the senior bowl and then backed it up with a great uh, and, you know, one-of-a-kind uh, combine workout. Yeah, and there, there he was. That was Pat Fitzgerald right there on the the, the Mullion Haw show today. He, he's being honest about it, and you know, Pat Fitzgerald is saying what he is getting from other scouts or coaches or personnel people who have visited that, yeah, he doesn't have the experience as a three technique, but a lot of people think that he has the makeup to do it, and that is the the place in the NFL that he would be most well-served at this point. But probably a little bit of a risk. I don't know that I would like to see the Bears doing that at nine, but, you know, those the, the forgotten second-round picks because the Bears do have a pair of of second round picks as well. So, and those will be very valuable as well. Those are typically guys that are expected to be starters. So that, that is going to make for some interesting times with Ryan Poles. And we'll see too, if it's going to be one of those nights and we've had, you know, the previous caller and a lot of people have texted about it as well. If they do trade down, if they do continue to do that, if they make it a long night in terms of what they are doing and pushing back on that. And then once you get into the other rounds, will there be just a ton of movement and wheeling and dealing and stacking, you know, not necessarily great picks, but picks for next year and maybe, you know, stacking the later rounds of this year as well. I could see that as being plausible because you're still in a place where, yeah, you you definitely you better hit on some of this and you better change your team to some degree in this in this draft but you also have to get quantity man you still got to have you know the the rookie free agents are going to be a big deal i mean you, you, that's that's the kind of place where you find a jack sanborn so i mean you, that is something that has to be taken seriously as well all of those things but the bears are in a position where they need quantity and they need quality so it's it's all coming up very soon, and next week we get to actually say that it is draft week. 312-644-6767 is the number. I'm going to go through some of your text messages when we come back. We'll see what's going on on the text line. And if you would like, this would be a good time to call if, if you would desire. 312-644-6767. If you're just cruising around or kicking back, don't feel the need to call. It's okay. It's okay. I'd love to hear from you, 
but I understand Friday listening. 312-644-6767. This is On the Clock on Chicago Sports Radio 670. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The score. Let's get back to more Bears Draft Talk with On the Clock, featuring Mark Grody, right here on Sports Radio 670 The Score, Chicago's home for Bears fans, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Presented by Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the exclusive partner of the Chicago Bears, and Revolution Solar, proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Take it away, Mark Grody. They're trying to figure out if there would be an On the Clock program next year which I should have thought of earlier because it's emotional doing the the final show of this with eight episodes eight episodes hey, we'll see we'll see if we're picked up for another season next year and I don't know if that would be good for everybody if we had to do an on the clock show. well actually no texter makes a really good point from the 262 on the clock next year when the Carolina pick is number one. Let's go, Grody. Yeah. Okay. I see you. That is that is correct. Okay. And, and that way we could have an. I don't know. Maybe we, we tweak the title of the show. We'll see. So this this may or may not be the final episode of On the Clock, as hosted by me, Mark Grody. I mean, there could be all sorts of changes. Who knows? Ray is in Orland Park. Hello, Ray. You are on the score and on the clock. Good to talk to you again, Mark. Yep, you too, I man. feel like, thank you, thank you. I feel like the Bears are going to trade down, and here's why. And I think you know where I'm going with this. Everybody wants that quarterback, and right now there's four on the board. We know the four. I don't have to rename them. If you want to enlighten the audience, go ahead. But one's going to sit there, and someone's going to want them. And the Bears are going to trade down, stock up a little bit more later, stock up for next year. And I feel like the strategy after that is take one of those offensive linemen you're mentioning. I bet Stronsky drops with his short arms because he can't reach that high in the draft. Like that pun, I hope you enjoyed that. And then you get your pass rush in the second round and go get him. That's my thoughts. All right, man. I mean, that that's pretty sound, Ray. I, I appreciate the, the call. Absolutely. I just, it's just it's too bad. Like I, I, With Peter Skaronsky, he plays his entire football life you know, he's probably top dog and everywhere. Now he's he's going into the NFL, and he's had what two straight months of hardcore short arm talk. Like that's that's what he gets. That's what he has to deal with. Like seventy five percent of the evaluation is: can this guy with these short dinosaur arms can he play? In the National Football League, and it does. Like, it's as silly as what I just said. I mean, it really is ridiculous after a while that, that that's what it comes down to. And then I put myself in Peter Skaronsky's shoes, and I think, wow, that that is, that's got to be, that's just got to suck. Like, oh, there's another one uh, with the arm thing, you know? Ma, I got short arms. 
yeah, this this realization of you know, and he he is a superior athlete who's going to make millions in the NFL, and all he's hearing about is the short arms because it's a thing, and lots of credible people have said that 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 absolutely is a thing, and it is something that will that that he would Jim Nagy. We had Jim Nagy on from the Senior Bowl a couple of weeks ago, and I doubt that he has changed his opinion much. He didn't waver at all. I mean, I ask him, Skaronsky, is he is he a tackle, or is he the guy that you can put in? Before I even got the question, he's inside inside guy. We say he'd be really good on the inside. I don't think the Bears would draft him unless they were positive he could play tackle for you. I don't know that there'd be a lot of teams that would draft him first round or elite spots if they thought, really thought that all of a sudden after starting, you know, playing four straight years at left tackle at Northwestern, that that all of a sudden he's going to come in and play a different position. It's all going to be good, and he he will have been worth that value. That's a little bit unrealistic when you put it that way. And Skaronsky is definitely the the guy. Uh, and maybe maybe Darnell Wright is falling in this category as well, like guys that you can easily make a case for. Where as uh, Paris Johnson Jr. is a guy who is maybe the the best top end talent out of all the guys. Like a lot of the evaluators and scouts and people that you guys have heard here on the clock say that Paris Johnson Jr. he pro- he could possibly top out as the best tackle in the draft, but it's it's also very possible that he struggles early on just because of the fact that he only started 13 or 14 games at the left tackle position. But he is. I mean, Paris Johnson Jr. is a very, very impressive athlete, and like that, that's a thing with a lot of the offensive linemen. Now, these are not your, your grandparents' offensive line, and they're still big and ugly and offensive linemen and – you know the the weight gain is real, but there are so many guys that are that are offensive linemen who are tr- are really good athletes as well. And Paris Johnson Jr. definitely falls in that category. Broderick Jones too. I think that's a pretty safe way to go as well. And we definitely zeroed in on Darnell Wright as well. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven is the number if you'd like to call or to text here. On, on the clock here on the score. And all right, uh, from the 815, saying that he wants the Bears to get a center in this draft, one of the, the top two centers. I'll be honest, I did not do a good job of really th- covering that position on this show. I don't know if anybody has talked center that much in, ter- in terms of this draft as it pertains to the Bears. But, I mean, that could be a surprise party because, like I said, it was just so weird when polls offered the idea of, hey, maybe I'll put Cody White here at the center spot. It was like, okay, really? Like, this, and, he, and polls wasn't up front and close to see it when Cody Whitehair was here. But it just it doesn't seem right to me. So, I don't I, – look, I have, to answer the question, text, I doubt – the Bears are going to draft a center at at the number nine spot, but I do think that that position is interesting, and I know they probably consider Doug Kramer to be a prospect, kid from Illinois, still on the roster, so we shall see what uh, direction they go as far as the center is concerned. And it's, it's funny we think about it because we're so, and we should be, we should be 
looking closer at center or at the at the tackle positions at this point than anywhere else, and maybe even the guards. But let's not take that center position lightly if if you are going to build what I think the Bears are trying to build around uh, around Justin Fields. Uh, I like this one too from the three hundred nine. Caller Joe is Ross Tucker's vocal twin. Peoria Matt, he is. That's not bad. Uh, Mark, first four picks, three linemen. I don't care offensive or defensive and a corner. Don't care what order or I'll lose my mind. Yeah, I mean, especially last year when we were expecting either, I think early on, didn't have a first-round pick last year, but probably expecting offensive line early in the draft last year and wide receivers and they were two things that just kept not coming for the bears except for obviously in the third round with the wide receiver who was up and down at best last season um but i mean that's we waited we waited we waited now this is a completely different situation for the bears so i would be very surprised if that wasn't the direction they go, will they just will it just be linemen on parade one after the other? Like they just go crazy with it. I mean, it's it's plausible, but I don't know. Again, back to the beginning of the show, because there are so many needs, there are so many things that would make sense. Or even if you don't like it, you could probably make a case for it, except for a couple of a couple of different positions. Get the best football player available, says the 816. Yes, yes, we we have discussed that possibility, and I have not wavered off of, in in that case, that it would be one of the the cornerbacks, probably, that would be the best of it, I think, at that spot, shuffling through the mocks, and it would be maybe Devin Weatherspoon from Illinois for the Bears in that spot. So, yeah, good old-fashioned get-the-best-player available. Can Van Ness play the three technique? I don't I don't think that – I think that would be a project. Could, could Lucas Van Ness play the, the three technique? I have not heard many people linking Lucas Van Ness to that possibility. That's just it. That's the thing. Like that's why I've backed off on him and you know we've talked about him and we've had people on discussing him but I just I think he's going to be really good. I just don't know where and I don't know if that's something that you want to take a chance on if you are the Bears at number 9. But who knows? That 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 could be their guy all along. I wonder how it is for them the Bears when they cuz they I mean probably zeroed in on somebody and maybe one or multiple people know and, you know, they keep track. I'm not saying the Bears are obsessively listening to the score or reading the papers or scouring Twitter, but, you know, they, they've got a pretty good idea of what people are saying and what they're thinking. I wonder what it's like when when somebody just nails it. They just nail the mock draft, and do they do they go, oh, that's, that's pretty good, or like, stop talking, stop talking, stop talking about that guy. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that they have an idea. And here's the cool thing, by the way. Next week, we're going to get to talk to, to Ryan Poles. There will be the the usual for most Bears regimes, always 
the the week of the draft, the the general manager or the decision maker, Mark Hatley, the personnel guy back in the day, they will do their their pre-draft talk on Tuesday and likely we're not going to learn anything big, but this is a different GM in Ryan Poles and he's not afraid to share a little bit more than I think some of his predecessors. We'll see if that keeps up, but that will go down on Tuesday. Boy, this is it, folks. Search is over. No, this is not the search is over. It's journey. It is. Don't stop believing. That's right. White Sox. What's next? Oh, we got Gabe Ramirez. Gabe Ramirez is coming up next. Gabe Ramirez will take you from 7 until 9. The voice you just heard over there, Leo Stodderher. Leo, thanks for the great work tonight on the show. Thanks to everybody for listening all season long to our draft show here on The Score. And it has been an absolute blast to bring you on the clock on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Goodbye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.